Welcome to Statscast. It's Friday, 9th of July, 2021. It is 7.49am and uh, Rooney and I are stepping out. Sun's just rising over the uh, horizon. There's a beautiful cool breeze and it's going to be a hot day. In fact, we've had a, uh, a heat warning. It must be hot because there's a heat warning in this part of Spain. But I think we're going to be treated to temperatures quite in excess of 90 degrees. So I batten down the hatches. Anyway, thank you for joining us. We're... Uh, I haven't been podcasting for a while and then uh, of course now I'm doing two podcasts in the space of about four days but that's just the way life goes so we're just rounding the uh, cat corner now where we sometimes see Mariana but she's not here this morning uh, the cats are though <laughs> when he leaves them Ooh, noises, n- noisy voices coming from the construction site which we will no doubt hear from close up when we get around the corner. Anyway, let's go. Can you hear that blackbird? You hear Rooney jingling along. There's blackbird blees in the distance a little bit. Probably can't pick it up on this mic. Beautiful songs. Anyway, I uh, have all kinds of thing, interesting things that have been happening, and uh, I'll, I'll, I'll chat about them if we don't come across any significant wildlife. That's not wildlife, that's domestic life. That's the big German shepherd who dominates this part of the mountain with his bark. <laughs> Actually, you can probably hear Rooney's tags on his collar jingling. He's got a particular bounce in his step this morning which is causing them to jingle. He's a happy dog happy that he's going out early because I, I, I'm ashamed to admit that I did not take him out for a walk yesterday. I suppose caused largely by the fact that England beat Denmark to get through to the finals of Euro 2020 and the celebrations great as they were at the time, laid me a little low yesterday. Anyway, we've bounced back, haven't we, Runes? And we're out, powering up the hill. Here he comes. And full of enthusiasm, aren't we, Rooney? (laughs) He's happy. He's running. Well, the first thing I've got to tell you about 
which is quite unusual, is that uh, last night we went to a movie premiere attended by the writer and leading actress of that movie. And uh, that movie premiere was held in our living room. <laughs> yes, we, we did it just like a movie premiere. She served champagne to the guests, welcomed them to the premiere. We sat down, must have been, well, 10 o'clock at night. And we watched Emma Spears, who's our house guest, her movie that she's just completed. Yeah, I think it was about an hour and a half long. It was, a, it was a work of art. Genius, I would say. Difficult to begin with, to follow. Oh my God, just pausing here because the guy's got a flamethrower. God, can you hear it? Buenos dias. Hola. He's melting some sort of uh, some sort of bitumen or something onto the uh, roof. What is going to be the roof of the garage of this big, big house that's being constructed? God, it's really taking shape now. Big house. Anyway, that's something that we've commented on many times before. I won't go into detail on that. But, uh, but Emma's movie, I mean, really, I admire people who put themselves out like that and bare their souls. I'm gonna get barked at, or is he not here? Oh, there he is. Come on, Ruth, quick, let's get past before he barks. <laughs> he didn't bark at me. I think he's going to bark at Rooney. Oh, Rooney's hanging back. Yeah, she, you know, she bared, oh God. Come on, Rooney. She, she bared her soul in this movie. It was a, it was a one woman monologue or soliloquy, really. And she covers sort of, a, I would say in the sort of vein of stream of consciousness quite hard to follow some of it but eventually you know I, I got into the rhythm of it and understood the thrust which was uh, well a lot of it seemed to be about the troubled relationship she's had with her mother who obviously has had mental health issues and uh, you know those things you can't take them lightly they they make their mark and they scar you. Anyway, scars on the soul. And sometimes I think the, the way we heal those scars is let other people see them. And by showing them to other people, other people can then become familiar or perhaps understand where their scars came from. And then it all doesn't seem quite so troublesome or painful. Maybe I'm misreading it. I don't think. I don't think that's what Emma was particularly consciously doing. But that's where it came across to me. 
she had really professionally designed sets and professionally directed lighting was was uh, professionally done but the acting and the uh, and the script was all hers. Very interesting. I've never been to a movie premiere before. <laughs> I'm, I'm hyping it here by saying it was a movie premiere. Um, but we tried to make it like a movie premiere. You know, she actually made us <laughs> dinner beforehand. I was teasing her. I said, well, I'm a, you know, if you're going to make dinner and we're watching your movie, you know, what if we don't like it, one or the other? <laughs> she said, that would be crushing. <laughs> I said, well, you know, I think I can only like one or the other. I'm not sure if I can like both. <laughs> she said, but it's in the same, the same category, the, the whole evening's experience. Oh, Rooney. Ah, here's the two big rock. I mean, Rooney, here. Here, here, here. sorry. Oh, uh-huh. that's oh, all right. Hello. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> she wanted to say hi. <laughs> are you worried about? Are you worried about him or? No. No. Oh, I see. Yeah. He thinks it's unfair. <laughs> Hey, 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 no, no growling. He's usually very friendly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they are also friendly. Here, it's, uh, it's much more leash and they are not used to it. Hello. Yeah. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> Beautiful dogs. <laughs> All right, I'll leave you in peace. <laughs> Good boy, Runes. There you go. Letting Rooney off his leash. Oh, that was a close encounter, wasn't it, Runes? <laughs> Great big ridgeback came bounding up. <laughs> Actually, it is a male and a female. I said yesterday that when I was last casting that I thought there were two males, they're not. But the female's just as big as a male. Yeah, Rooney really took it in his stride. Runes, stay, stay this side. Yeah, so we, you know, we had a bit of fun. And uh, Emma's a sort of a vegetarian. So uh, she made this, well, what she calls eggplant, what others would call aubergine dish. It was good, it was, you know, like a scoop tart aubergine, uh, cooked or baked with various different uh, onions and garlic and tomatoes and some sort of vegan cheese she made. Good, really good. In fact, I made some chicken breasts to go with it, thinking, you know, it wouldn't be enough. And uh, we didn't even eat the chicken breasts. It was plenty. (laughs) So we had that um, just outside on the terrace, which was lovely. She went to a lot of effort. Bless her. She, you know, she really does put herself out. And um, then <laughs> she'd done these beautiful little programs. She'd handwritten, you know, sort of invitations for the four of us 
to attend. So it was Maya and Josh and Christina and myself. And uh, so she'd handwritten these little cards uh, welcoming us to the movie. <laughs> she'd done little kind of commentaries to each of us, including Rooney. Actually, Rooney, you did get an invite too, you know. <laughs> he was there. You're watching it, weren't you, Rooney? And uh, Josh had managed to uh, uh, do the tech side of things so that we could watch it on the TV. I don't know quite what magic he worked, but it worked. And um, so we sat down on the sofa, turned the lights down. You know, we had a glass of champagne with cassis in it. And off we went. We watched it. And it starts off with Emma lying on the stage. Sort of in a prone position. Talking in a monologue. In, in, in the sort of face of a pile of dirt with potatoes. <laughs> sounds, sounds wacky, but it, it kind of worked. Talking to a pile of potatoes about them being root vegetables. Uh, but actually those roots are not roots, they're stems. <laughs> and uh, I could see that my, my and Josh were kind of like completely bemused by what they were looking at. <coughs> Excuse me. And it developed, and it developed, and it developed. It was all a monologue. Different camera angles. They're great acting. And uh, I really got to applaud the whole thing. It was excellent. I, I, actually, I've got to find out what the name of the movie is. Kind of skip that. But anyway, I hope she does well with it. I mean, I, I think it's not going to be sort of mainstream. It's going to be always, you know, on the edge. But it's, it's an artistic piece. Very good. And, uh, you know, I, I haven't ever seen anything like that before, or experienced anything like that before. And as I said to Emma, you know, that's an experience that will stay with me probably forever. It was great. Um, so that has been, besides Euro 2020, that has been the uh, predominant experience of the last couple of days. For all the Euro 2020 is becoming a bit of a theme. But we won't go on about that because, you know, that's mainstream stuff, isn't it, Runes? probably much more important in the long run although pro probably vying for uh, importance is the fact that <laughs> going a bit off off uh, track here runes but uh, now nu nuclear fission obviously has been around for a long time and uh, you know it's found its way into all kinds of elements of our lives. <coughs> but nuclear fusion has not. In fact, what they say about nuclear fusion is it's 30 years away and always will be. <laughs> but not so. Because they are, they being scientists generally, 
experimenting with new ways. What, what, the difference between fusion and fission, <laughs> I'm sure you already know, but fission basically splits large atoms, usually uranium, into smaller. <coughs> and in the process, a great deal of energy is produced, which is used to boil water, which produces steam, which turns turbines, which make electricity. Well, that's, that's the sort of traditional and usual, you know, understanding of, of nuclear energy. But nuclear fusion does the opposite. It basically uh, combines small atoms to create larger ones. Now, very difficult to do. In fact, I think what they say about uh, nuclear fission is it's easy to start and hard to stop. <laughs> Whereas fusion is hard to start and easy to stop. <clears throat> With none of the, you know, problems and dangers that fission carries with it. But hey, why am I talking about this? I'm talking about this because the teams that are working on this now are saying that they're going to get a, a reactor up and running, 70% the size of a commercial reactor by 2025. <clears throat> now, if that happens, that, that could be world-changing because we are consuming and using so much energy now, this gigantic population of humans that we have. And uh, a lot of us seem to need huge quantities of energy just to run our normal lives. And probably will do for the foreseeable future until something cataclysmic happens and <laughs> we'll have to restart. <coughs> so, let's see. <laughs> oh. oh, okay, okay. We obviously created the loop and. <laughs> really, stick, stick, come. Hello. Hello. You're a teenager, so he's a little bit like. Oh, he's young, is he? Yeah. Ah. He's a little bit like tough guy sometimes. When I walk him off leash. Rooney, 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 just be nice. Once they've said hello. And they, they sort of sort of met each other. I think it would be easier. He's just wagging his tail. <laughs> it's like I'm outnumbered here, so I'll just. Uh... <laughs> he's he's all right as long as he doesn't get jumped on or. somewhere else where I, I drive them and then they can and we meet tons of dogs oh so I see so he's, so he's used to it yes they're quite used to it but they're not used to being in leash and then Hello. they feel like oh we're leashed we need to so right 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 so, so I find it very relieving when you <laughs> allow me to do this because then they don't get this yeah. pattern of being silly Rooney just yeah. it's all right Rooney as long as he doesn't jump up he he, he doesn't he usually I have two other dogs and they, they're not always getting... Like You've got two others? Yeah, yeah, not the same breed. Oh, oh right. Bigger, bigger breed. Oh, my God. Uh, yeah. <laughs> hey, 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 Rooney. <laughs> That's, uh, he, he, because sometimes he's a bit foolish because he was standing <laughs> over him. Like, yeah. But, uh, Rooney's all right. He, the only time he'll react is if... Yeah. And he, he, it's usually just a one big growl. What are your other dogs? You've got bigger dogs? Yeah, they are uh, like more guardian dogs. I don't walk them around. They, they prefer gardens. 
but uh, they, uh, they... So you live close by here, do you? Or... Oh, there, up there. Oh, I've seen them. Yeah, I've seen them when we're walking underneath. Exactly. I didn't realise it was them. <laughs> no, them and the other two, because they go freely. Not so much here, then I'll follow them because the fence is... Well, right. The fence would keep them away. Is, that, is this yours right, this fence here? Yes. Oh, so you've got a lot of land. Right now it's too hot to walk there. Yeah, you have, to, you have to go in the morning. Bushes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. My mother used to have a house over there in Madrenal. She had yeah. St. Bernard dogs. <clears throat> she had a pro she had a property a bit like yours. Rooney? Yeah. She had a property a bit like yours, with lots of land. A lot of it you couldn't really use because it was no. steep. Exactly. But she had God, I think she had about six St. Bernards. You know, big, big, big cool. dogs. She loves them. Yeah, but then they're kind of nice, I think. Like my big ones, they, they. Uh, but you got. She had to be careful with the processionaries. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. the caterpillars. In fact, they, that's what. Oh really? It does increase. Hello. But uh, they are. Um, she got. I think even from just you know, because they're not so good at. Are doing it in the so yeah. Somebody had, my, I might even uh, had driven over them, and then we came inside their property oh. on the wheel, and they are always on the wheel to smell. So she got, and I had to. Yeah, because they they have little barbs that they yeah. fire into the tongue or something, exactly, don't they? Exactly, and she got it in her tongue, and I oh. had not, none in our uh, garden. Hey, 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 Rooney, stop that, Rooney, Rooney. This is just language. I know, <laughs> Rooney. He's, he's wagging. Uh, he's wagging his tail, so yeah, he's, yeah. he's happy. He's right to tell him off because he's a little bit cocky the way he stands and so on. So it's, it's, it's just, just like, dog language, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nice. His name is Rooney, and my name is John, by the way. Okay. Marta, Heloise, and Balde. 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 B A L D. R. Balde. Oh, Balde. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's the, the, the son of Odin. Oh, the right. Right. <laughs> You've got a lot to live up to then. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, nice to meet you. Okay. Bye. Come on, Ruth. <clears throat> Rooney. <laughs> this way. <laughs> A martyr. Okay. I usually have to write that down because I forget. <laughs> but luckily it'll be recorded, so we captured that rune. Um, sorry, I got distracted there. What were we talking about? <laughs> I think we were talking about fusion of fish. And, yeah, so... <clears throat> if they get that plant going and it works and by 2025, well, my son Harry's always going on about nuclear fusion. He keeps telling me, Dad, it's the future. <laughs> well, and he's good at that sort of stuff because he's studied in environmental sciences. We'll see. And then we'll all forget about, well, actually, we won't forget about Euro 2020, but, you know... It could be a solution to one of the world's greatest problems. 
it's just climate change. God, climate change. I mean, it's not, <clears throat> it's not just the fact that we're experiencing, you know, periods of extremely high or extremely low temperature. It's not just that. It's also the fact that the, the changes in temperature are really dramatic. You know, like the temperatures they had in uh, Western Canada and, you know, the northern part of Western America, Portland, where my, my son is. Like temperatures of 115 degrees. I mean, <clears throat> they're, they're breaking records, not just by one degree or two degrees, but they're breaking records by five, six degrees. Now that's a problem. <laughs> so all this carbon producing, earth smothering energy <clears throat> that we're creating. Got to find a solution to that problem. It's really urgent. And uh, you know, the generation of naysayers, politicians who try to pretend there's, there's nothing happening. Well, they're, they're sort of petering out, thank God. And the new generation of, well, scientists and politicians, you know, coming together to combine, to agree that there is a problem and find a solution. So humans can do this. I'm good at that. <laughs> Waffling, aren't I? Oh dear. Well, I apologise. <laughs> but uh, these are the things that... Uh, well, I'm probably too old. These are the things that uh, people in their prime should be really focused on. <laughs> Not that I'm immune to the sort of the euphoria and the fun of Euro 2020. Oh no. In fact, I have to admit, like an idiot, I was uh, caught up in the, uh, the fun of it all the other night. And, uh, well, actually, what happened? Come on, Rose. What happened was, um, Harry Kane was awarded a, a penalty. And uh, it was one all. And uh, I thought, well, this, this is it. And I was watching the screen. We were down in the Heredian, the, the bar in the village. <laughs> the place was packed. Rooney was there with me, of course. And uh, I saw Schmeichel, the, the Danish goalkeeper, stop the ball. Kane fired it straight at him and he, he stopped it. And my head just dropped onto, the, onto my the crook of my arm on the table and I couldn't watch anymore. And I heard everybody screaming and yelling and cheering around me. I was thinking, what are they cheering for? He's just missed his penalty. They can't all be Danish fans. I looked up, everybody was dancing around. I said, what happened? And what happened was, poor old Schmeichel, he stopped the ball, but didn't, didn't catch it. And it bounced forward, came with a sort of killer hunter instinct just came forward and whacked the ball again into the back of the net. Talk about drama. <laughs> and, uh, 
that put us 2-1 up and into the final. All kinds of controversy over whether that penalty should have been awarded or should not. You know, that's, that's football, isn't it? <clears throat> Some idiots were shining blazers apparently in the Schmeichel's eyes, but I don't think that was anything to do with it. <clears throat> it was a damn good save, but unfortunately, you know, Kane's pretty experienced in being a striker, goal sniffer, and uh, caught the ball on the rebound and put us through. So, whew, it's Italy in the final. And in years to come, you see, Terry Wogan used to say this. <laughs> Dear old Terry Wogan, still one of my favourites. Whenever Italy played in any of these international tournaments, he'd always say, how did Italy do? <laughs> well, we'll be asking that on Sunday morning. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, no, is it Sunday evening? Monday morning. I think, I think the final's on Sunday evening, isn't it? How can I not know? So it's up there. In, 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 in world importance, Euro 2020, even though 2021, Euro 2020 tournament final, nuclear fusion. <laughs> Vying for top position in my thoughts right now. Uh, oh, Rooney, come on. Come inside, quick, quick, quick. It always goes slow when there's a car coming. Rooney, just stop there. Good boy. Wait. Right. Well, not really, again, telling you much about wildlife. And this is supposed to be a wildlife-themed podcast. Well, mainly because on this walk, which really limits me to, I'm not able to tell you much about wildlife. What I'll have to do, Rooney, is abandon you and go on some walks without you. He won't, he just hates the car. And I can't, unfortunately, there's so many good walks to go on around here, but I can't go on them with him. Sadly. I mean, this is a good walk. And actually, we're walking underneath the house where those two dogs yesterday sent us scurrying back where we came from. Anyway, they don't seem to be out this morning, so perhaps he heard me. Perhaps he listened to the podcast. <laughs> and thought, oh, I better keep my dogs under control. Yeah, I don't think my reach is quite that far yet. <laughs> but thank you to those of you who do listen. That is appreciated. Even though I don't, I don't know who you are, because I can't tell. But I know the numbers. Okay, this, this is something I, I need to share with you. Not in any way to show off, and just to tell you how stunned I am. I have had, not far shy of a thousand downloads now of these podcasts. I think it's like 964 or something. You know, and, and growing every day, which is great. I, uh, nobody is more shocked than me. So, I, uh, you know, I'll, I'll keep going. I mean, some, sometimes I, you know, you, like, like everything in life, you, you wonder if you're, if you're doing it for any reason. <laughs> but no, there's always a, 
always hope and always a good reason to be doing these things. So we have, uh, I'm coming around to the other side of the village now, I do like the view from this side. But we have a very happy household right now. We have Maya and Josh. Ah, oh, they're so sweet together and good together. They get on. They're a good combo. Maya puts on her sort of a, <laughs> her rather cute, you know, spoilt act. She's not spoilt at all, but she can act it just for fun. And Josh puts on his long suffering. <laughs> oh yeah, all right. Well. I, what else do you need, Maya? Oh, you need me to make you some toast? All right, I'll make you some toast. I like all that. It's funny. It's a bit like the way Christina and I are. Well, Christina's not needy ever. But, you know, we all act a, act a part in life. So they're, they're good together. And it's good to see. I mean, I can see the chemistry is, is working between the two of them. You know, obviously I haven't had long enough to observe. But from what I can see, it's working really well. They are fond of each other. That's the most important thing. You've got to like the other person. And the other thing which I say to Harry and Ty, my son and his girlfriend, they have a, they have a sort of a mercurial, tempestuous relationship. You know, it's, it's, it's either really up or it's really down. Um, the last thing I said to Ty before I left America was, that, you know, one of the most important characteristics in a relationship is tolerance. That is a secret to a long and successful relationship. Tolerance. And you know who I got that from? <laughs> of all people, you will not expect this, but the person who said that was Prince Philip. God bless him. Yeah, when he was asked about, you know, how the, the successful relationship he had with the Queen. Self-deprecatingly, he said, she's a very tolerant person <laughs> and she would have to be put up with me for that long. See, that's the sort of thing I approve of. <clears throat> and un underneath all that, there's a strong grain of truth. Come on, Ruth, we're going this way. <clears throat> Tolerance is important. I think Christina's got it. <laughs> she has to have, I'm doing the same thing. <laughs> not, not, <laughs> not, so deliberately, but yes, Christina has it. <clears throat> and, uh, you know, I think Prince Philip was much maligned, difficult, you know, in a job like that. But he did it well. Gone now, of course, as we will all. <laughs> Actually, I've been thinking about I've been thinking about what I've been reading recently. I've been actually reading C.S. Forrester's uh, Hornblower series, which is really good stuff, well written. But probably doesn't, but doesn't get treated as you know, high literature. It should be, because it is. But uh, not in the same vein as, uh, hello. as the classics. But speaking of the classics, yeah, I, I know it's a, almost a you know, ridiculous thing to say. It's almost a cliche to say that you love Shakespeare, but I do. <laughs> I 
was thinking about some of the because Emma makes me <laughs> she's quite a, she's good really she makes me think <clears throat> she's an intellectual she sort of challenges you all the time and I was thinking about life and you know the passing on and of course one of the greatest soliloquies I think in Shakespeare is Macbeth <clears throat> tomorrow how's it go come on Riz let's think this up Tomorrow and tomorrow and tomorrow creeps in this petty pace from day to day to the last syllable of recorded time. See, that's a great line, isn't it? To the last syllable of recorded time. And all our yesterdays have lighted fools the way to dusty death. Out, out, brief candle. That's a famous line. Life's but a walking shadow a poor player that struts and frets his hour upon the stage and then is heard no more. It is a tale told by an idiot full of sound and fury signifying nothing. Well, that's a bit depressing, that last line. You know, and I am not... Uh, in the context of Macbeth, it's the right speech, but in the context of life, no. But there's, there's, there's something in that speech that gets me. You know, a lot of the noise and bluster of life, you know, has to be contextualised into doesn't really matter. Doesn't really matter. What really matters is getting the most out of life when you can and not at anybody else's expense. If you can enhance your life and others at the same time, it's worth it. Hey, Runt. Anyway, enough waffle. Almost home. I think it's time we went into the clothes, Runt. Don't you? He says, I certainly do, Dad. You should stop right there. Okay, I will. We'll move into the clothes. Well, it's a beautiful breeze now. And th this corner, I, I can't obviously show you pictures, but there's a house on the corner here owned by Ronnie Bartleson, who, uh, he's our neighbor, another Swede. <laughs> I said we should rename the street Swedish street. Ronnie, come here. <laughs> Hello. Ronnie, come on. And uh, he's painted his house a sort of a shade of blue, <clears throat> which is very pretty. But the point is, it's that sometimes the, the exact same color as the shade of blue in the sky. And you can't tell the difference sometimes between whether you're looking at the sky or whether you're looking at his wall. It's pretty cool. <laughs> anyway, that house, this is right opposite our house. <clears throat> and we're gonna go down the steps here. Rooney's already ahead of me now. He's wanting his breakfast. So I should say thank you for listening to this podcast. <laughs> I hope you enjoyed it. I think it was 90% nonsense as usual. But anyway, thanks for listening. <clears throat> uh, 
and we'll do another one soon. Runes? Okay.